All right. Welcome back to the north side of Chicago. I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. And uh, we are back with, whew, shockingly, some fucking news. Hey, heard it here. First on the trough. No, just we kidding. Yeah. did kind of hear it. We kind of predicted it. We predicted it, but... Uh, we tried to break the story in December. Tried to, but yeah, t- it, took, <laughs> it took quite a while, but... Uh, in my defense, you Darvish was here for a physical. Yeah. In, De- in December. Okay. So, okay. Yes, I think it, I think they held back because we broke the story. What I think, think they may have. Yeah, you know, they didn't want to give the trough the credit. You know, Theo and Jed didn't want us to scoop them. I don't think. But uh, I mean, wet butt and Katy Perry's <laughs> bunghole. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, they, they didn't want to look bad again. I guess. So honestly, may this kick off not only the Cubs but something in this off season. Um, something, so again, not to overstate and assume everybody heard, but I'm assuming everybody heard. Cause if you're listening yeah, on the internet, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. If you don't know this, but, uh, you Darvish is with the Cubs six year deal. Looks like the average annual value is somewhere in like the 20, some 21, $21 million a year range. Um, there's an opt out after two years. And I think there's some escalator clauses, which, uh, could kick that money up to about 250 if he stays for the length of the contract. Um, my initial reaction to the contract, and if you've listened to the podcast, is... Ugh. And the only reason I say that is you, Darvish, really fucking shit the bed in the World Series. And people... Um, if you heard our last podcast, I talked to Kelly Kroll, and she said that um, she spoke with a pitching coach that said it was easily correctable. Um, I just, you know, the guy's been inconsistent over his career. Sure, he's got great stuff. Um, so in my initial reaction was, why not? Why not Jake Arrieta? Um, why Arietta, but or um, why Darvish? But uh, as I sat and kind of processed it all, um, I would say the one thing that it does speak volumes to the Cub fans and to me is they really do feel like these next two to three years are probably World Series type years, um, which you gotta love as a Cub fan. And again, we've got to be the clear favorite in the division. Yeah, and you know. Um, me and you have discussed this this topic, and I think a lot of Cubs fans have been discussing the topic of Arietta or Darvish for um, you know months now, really. And and I think when you look at it, look how great a shape we it is for the, the Cubs organization is in right now, right? Like, are we going to get the best pitcher on the market or the second best pitcher on the market? That was basically the, the big debate, you know. I mean, I mean, no, it came down to. Um, money and years, but um, I'm I'm really happy. You know, I was really happy with the Darvis signing. Um, Twenty one million dollars for a potential number one starter. At the worst, he's a number two. Um, is a steal in my opinion. If the escalator clauses do kick in, that means he's having a freaking career type years. This guy strikes everybody out. He's got the highest strikeout percentage. Uh, the highest strikeout rate of any pitcher ever to be in the major leagues. He strikes out about 11 batters a game. Um, he's got number one stuff. You know, I he mean, this is, this is an ace type pitcher. And yes, I think everybody's and mine included is, um, you know, a little clouded by his performance in the World Series because it was such a disaster. Um, he didn't have his best year yet last year yet. He, um, you know, his ERA was 3.86. He had in 186 innings, he had 209 strikeouts. I mean, this this guy's a stud, you know, and I think we can expect um, 
that we just got a top of the rotation starter for $21 million a year for, yeah, the length of the deal is long, but in five years, six years, $21 million is going to be fifth starter money, you know, maybe fourth starter money. I mean, who knows where the contracts are going, but if you're getting a number one for $21 million a year, I'm, I'm really on board with that. Yeah, I mean, and I guess last night I, it was kind of brought up, we were having some discussions. Um, when you look at the David Price deal and then you look at it and you kind of you put that against what Darvish got, um, David Price is absolute garbage in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. you know, Darvish really didn't pitch great, but he pitched well against the Cubs. Um, he pitched pretty well down the stretch for the Dodgers, and he does have that filthy wipeout stuff. David Price is now sitting there for $200 million, an, right. an insolent child in fucking in Boston. Um, so... Again, yeah. after after reflecting on the deal, I do I don't dislike him as a player, and I do feel like it's a great statement that the organization makes, um, which is hey, again, yeah, we're going to get the number one guy instead of the number two guy, and and we're looking to 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 be in the NLCS again in the next two to three years and win another World Series. So, you know, from that standpoint, I do enjoy um, the signing. I just you know. I was just talking to my brother on the phone, and what if Arietta goes to a Central League team, um, you know, the Cardinals or the Brewers? Um, it, 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 it's not unlikely. Um, no, I, I think the Brewers are really um, make sense landing spot for him right now, and I think Jake Arietta will take this personally. You know, I really do. You know, I mean, Jake Arietta is um, will always be. Um, I'll always be appreciative of Jake Arrieta, right? I mean, he basically got the Cubs, you know, or one of the big pieces of that World Series, obviously. Um, you know, back the, the second half of 15 was probably the greatest pitching performance I can remember. And um, I wouldn't have minded if they would have signed Arietta. But, you know, Darvish was the number one name out there. Darvish has the better stuff. Um, you know, and, and really, when you back up the contract and we talk about just the deals, I mean, three months ago, we were looking at Alex Cobb for $20 million a year. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Like, oh, well, Cobb might get 20 I mean, Cobb to Darvish is a big jump, you know. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. I am going to, you know, I, I'm going to miss Jake Arrieta. And, you know, I think at times I've uh, vacillated between wanting Arrieta and, and Darvish because, you know, the one thing that you're not going to get with Darvish is proven playoff experience, right? And like you stated, this is a signal to the rest of the league, the Cubs fans, anybody who pays attention to baseball, that the Cubs are in this for at least a couple more years. And we know there's that window. We have Bryant locked up until 2021. We have Rizzo locked up. We have Addison Russell. These guys are all on rookie contracts. Um, well, not Rizzo, but he's on a very team-friendly deal. So the Cubs have a window, and they're not shying away from it. And what a great time to be a Cubs fan because – We've never seen this in our lifetime, really. Yeah. So. No, we haven't. I I just want to reflect, and I mean to reflect back on the career of Jake Arrieta. I would say, and I don't think this is hyperbole, I would say he's the greatest Cubs pitcher of all time. Um, and the reason I say that is, you know, a Cy Young, two no-hitters, two World Series wins, a World Series title. If you look at his winning percentage as a Chicago Cub, and like you mentioned, the second half of 2015, I mean, it's it's almost that that in and of itself, that second half that won him the Cy Young was almost Pedro Martinez-like. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think it is hyperbole, and maybe it speaks to just how shitty the Cubs have been, you know, 
always um, that he might be one of the best Cubs pitchers ever um, when you when you look back on things. So, yeah, so I would say so. It's kind of it's kind of hard to just say goodbye to a guy like that. But again, like you said, Darvish does have that wipeout stuff. Um, yeah, and Darvish can. Come, I mean, who knows? Maybe Hickey's going to work with Darvish. Like you said, Kelly said that the. Um, Pitch tipping thing is easily correctable, which it freaking better be. One for one thing I'll never understand was why anybody let him know he was tipping yeah. pitches. Why they didn't just let everybody just tee off on this guy? Yeah. But you know, um, maybe with Hickey, um, Darvish, or maybe just Darvish just goes back to being Darvish. I mean, this isn't like this guy needs a complete overhaul of who he is. You know, he had a couple rough games in October. He'd been pitching all year long. Who knows what was going on? But yeah, you're right. Arietta is gonna go down as one of the greatest pitchers in Cubs history. I mean. This 2016 team, we have yet to fully understand this team as far as greatness goes. I mean, this was a wire-to-wire team. They won, what, 100 games. Mm -hmm. They won the World Series in seven games in dramatic fashion. They're a great, likable bunch of guys. Uh, You know, how the... Minus Chapman. Minus Chapman, yeah. But you know what? He's going to be one of the forgotten guys, though, really. I mean, you know, like, she was such a rental. But, like, when you look at... um, the 85 Bears, I mean, yeah, I'm so fucking sick of those guys, right? I mean, who's not, right? But, like, I can see them being another 85 Bears. We're still in the window. I mean, I remember the 86, 87 Bears. They lost to the Redskins, if you guys remember that. But, you know, we didn't really realize the period we were in with the Bears right. at that time. Now, But now looking back, we can see how great of a period that was. You know, unfortunately, they only won one Super Bowl. But the Cubs team is way more popular, I think, as far as breaking that curse who they are and who do you put in the that you know pantheon of Cubs hurlers who have been great pitchers over the years? I, I mean, obviously you think of Rick Sutcliffe. Yeah, Sutcliffe with the Cy Young um, and the you know he he had longevity with the Cubs. Um, I mean, do you put Maddox in there? I really don't think of him as a great. I mean, I think I made a couple great years as a Cub, but I mean, like I would say, you know what? I he's mean, a, he's a brave in my to in give my mind. to I mean, give credit where credit is due. I think I'm overlooking Fergie Jenkins. Probably. Well, right, but we were really young right but you know? probably the best Cubs pitcher of all time he's in the Hall of Fame um, you know the guy would pitch complete games oh, yeah, like, was, like it was nothing it was a different era um, I mean. it was a different era but yeah I mean when we're talking about modern era guys I mean who do you have Carlos Zambrano Kerry Wood uh, you know John Lieber I mean we're Mark thinking- Pryor had uh, that what was he 18 and 3 in, in 2003 I mean he had a great year right. I and mean, we're talking but we're not talking about a lot of great pitchers, you know, right. here. So, I mean, I would say the greatest year any Cub pitchers ever had in my lifetime is definitely Rick Sutcliffe. Mm-hmm. What sixteen and one in '84 after he came over in the Mel Hall Joe Carter deal. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, did I just say that? Like the Sutcliffe's? Because I well, let me retract that right now and say that Arietta's sixteen or was it was fifteen? Fifteen was. Like you said, that was Pedro Martinez asking oh, yeah. like that left. He called I mean, it, and then he calls out the fucking the the Pirates fans and just tells them that I'm going to dominate you, and yeah. then does it. Well, do you remember me and me and Mike? Uh, for those you don't know, we travel around the summers, and you know maybe if you guys are in some other town and and uh, we tell you're visiting, we can meet up for a drink or something. But we go to a lot of games in other cities, and uh, we ended up just randomly meeting Jake Arrieta on the right. day he was pitching. Mm-hmm. And uh, literally randomly met, ran into him at a burger restaurant. He was by himself, headphones in, was pretty gracious to us, wasn't very, wasn't openly like um, very, um, I don't know, outgoing or anything, right. but was very accommodating to us, nice guy, but very alone, centered guy. 
And he went out there and just dominated that, that was, game. That was pretty that much, yeah. Like, that was pretty much the the beginning of that period. Yeah, that was it's, late. What is it? Early July? Early or July. Mid July. I think it was mid July. And yeah. I and that's when I really started to think we had something special on our hands. Um, yeah, it was great. So yeah, remembering Arietta, let's move it forward. Uh, two weeks from today, you and I will be in spring training. Yes. Uh, with another uh, friend of ours, the Don, and uh, the Don. and we will be. Um, I've got a portal recorder we're going to try and bring you guys some audio from the park uh you know we've got some special haunts that we like to hit like don and charlie's, don and charlies. Uh, there's gilligan's uh which, the wheel of booze which which has the infamous wheel of booze and a midget bar the, little people mike they, god damn it little people i guess so they have a woman now a little uh woman little woman bartender as well well i don't know if anybody doesn't hasn't been there this isn't a joke they actually have a little bar yeah they have a, they, they have a, a bar they made for a little person so it, i mean it's you know this this guy you know we're, we're joking around but this guy makes hundreds of dollars a night like he's a star well i don't know about the girl but you know this place is really rocking a couple years ago they ran into anthony rizzo at this place yeah um, yeah i mean it's it's th- it is um, is stupid and and headish as yeah, well, as it sounds. Scottsdale, but I I literally thought people were sitting on the floor, and then I looked over and wow, there's a midget serving him beer. It's little people, uh, little person. I'm sorry. So <laughs> so we will be in spring training, but but go in there. Uh, the Cubs still have a couple of needs to fill. Yes, they really do. Um, and. Are you concerned? It sounds like right now they're okay with Brandon Morrow's closer. Um, Brandon Morrow was lights out last year, but you have to remember he, he didn't even start the year in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. So are you comfortable with that? Uh, do we need to make another move? Um, do they have money to make another move? And, um, you know, Phil Rogers reported today that the um, Orioles were interested in Mike Montgomery potentially as a starter with the acquisition of you Darvish. Um, because Phil Rogers wrote it, I'm pretty sure it'll never happen <laughs> because the guy's never been right about Talking anything. About fucking mush. Yeah. So, um, but it, it is intriguing. It said that, you know, the nugget that he had said that they would be looking for a bullpen arm back from um, the Orioles. So what what do you see as, you know, uh, are you concerned about Morrow going forward? Uh, what's what's the backup outfield situation? Um, center field, are we giving it to Almora? I, I don't think... Think they're going to yeah no i don't think they're going to either i, I don't think they're finished um totally finished but i think they're done i think they're going to be um you know maybe just outlier you know maybe a backup outfielder you know like like a borgeous like type but maybe a little bit higher level i mean you mentioned ellsbury that's an interesting idea but i don't know if that's going to happen but it, one thing you mentioned am i concerned about moral yeah i'm concerned about moral guys never closed in his life right so I mean, we're looking at another. Um, we don't have a proven closer. Last time we went into the situation was basically 16, but Rodon um, had closed. So yeah. I, I mean, but we didn't really have the, the lights out guy. We had Wade Davis last year, which was really nice. But yeah, Morrow hasn't done it. I mean, who else they got? Edwards. Cishek. I would say Cishek. He's got to be second in line because he has legit closing experience. He had a good I, second half too. I mean, people don't realize that Cishek was uh, you know kind of back to what he was at a one point. Right. So. So he, you know, I don't know how many career saves he's got. If you want to look it up, but uh, he he has that experience. Um, so I would say he's got to be the guy next in line if uh, Moro's unable to do it. Um, but you know, do we look at? 
a guy that I'm interested to see in spring training, and I know we've talked about it on here before, is Dylan Maples. Yeah. Um, he's got a wipeout fastball and a great slider to go along with it. He's clearly a relief pitcher. He's not a starter. Um, he didn't really get a chance with the club last year, even though they brought him up at the end of the season. So could this be a closer? Um I, I would say yes of the future. I think the guys in the system that are of closer for the futures are Maples and Edwards, possibly. I mean, we got to see how Edwards bounces back. I mean, that, you know that that was a rough, rough end of the season for him, and that for a young guy to go through that. Let's see if he bounces back psychologically. But Maples, man, when we watched him, I remember sitting here in your place watching him and like, the fuck is this guy? Because like Jesus, man, like he has stuff to be a closer definitely right. but when you look at what they have I don't think the Cubs are going to be willing to turn it over to um, a rookie or even a younger guy you know when they are going for it like they are now right. so this is why I, I, I don't think this is cut and dry as saying Morrow is going to be their closer C-Sheck is a good pitcher you know mm-hmm. C-Sheck's done it before mm-hmm. Morrow's never done it before C-Sheck people don't realize this but he had a like a 1.2 ERA mm-hmm. in the second half and Probably thirty appearances with the um, the Rays last year. Hickey knows who he is. Like I think he's a dark horse if you look at it. I think those guys need to be in the pen though. Maples and Edwards. Obviously, Edwards will be in the pen. But I do think um, Maples is a really intriguing player. So yeah, I'm I mean, looking forward to watching the pitch. What uh, what Kelly brought up too. I brought it up to her during our interview. But what Kelly brought up um, as she saw as an interesting storyline is the coaching changes. I mean. I think there hasn't been a lot made of this, and um, you know, I don't think it's so easy as you know, just replacing guys mm-hmm. and, and saying, "Well, this guy's going to no. be successful." Um, and these these players have relationships with coaches, and it might be a bigger storyline than we think. I do. I agree with you on that, and you know, hopefully. Um, we're talking about it in a positive way, right? Because that, I mean, this is a big change, like you stated, and like Kelly stated, and you know, and I've been thinking about this a lot. A lot of the reviews um, for Chili Davis have been very positive, mm-hmm. right? You know, and again, we we've seen the he's going to change Jason Hayward, which. You know, is this going to be a year year by year thing where like Jason Hayward gets another hitting coach fired? You know, I hope I, not. I kind of like, feel bad for Chili Davis because like that's easily <laughs> right. the first question that's well, coming out of anyone's. That's mouth. pretty much what people care about with this guy because you're not going to tell Chris Bryant how to swing the bat. You're sure as fuck not going to tell Anthony Rizzo how to swing the bat. Right. I mean, but you have this you know big albatross contract that. God, he just hasn't given me any reason to believe he's going to be a hitter, but hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully Chili Davis saw something. The reviews on this guy from Boston, right? It was Boston he was at, Mm -hmm. are amazing. So, you know, Hickey's got, you know, Hickey's a known commodity to Joe Madden, which I think is a good thing because I do think the reason that Bazio's not here, and we've talked about this, is more of a personality issue because Chris mm-hmm. Bazio does a lot of good things. But yeah, it's going to be big. And, and I mean, when you look at, the, look at the lineup, man, we're talking two years removed from a World Series, two years of growth with guys who have even yet to come into their prime, which is about the 27 age year, which I think, you know, only Rizzo is there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think right now with the addition of Darvish, the bullpen looking good, um, the Cubs are on paper a better team. Yeah, I, I, I would say so too. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still just concerned about the coaching changes. Yeah, it's a I, big change. I yeah. want to see center field is a giant 
question mark for right. me right now. I mean, who plays? Does Hayward get center field time? Does Is it Hayward and Elmore to start the year? Or do they bring back a guy like John Jay? I can't see Peter Borges on the roster right now. Um, if you no. look at his injury history, you look at his offensive output when he has been healthy the last couple of years, it's been real, real bad. He seems like kind of a depth guy um, more than a guy yeah. that they're actually banking on to be, you know, a fifth outfielder. So again, do they bring a guy like John Jay back? Um, can they bring in a guy like Gerard, Dar- Gerard Dyson, who's still out there? Um, do they have the cash to still do that? Um, I, I think center field's an important position. Um, I, you know, Elmora might be able to handle it, but if for some reason it just doesn't seem like they're going to give it to him. I don't think they trust him yet. I mean, he couldn't hit right-handers last year, which is obviously a big issue. Um, you know, and, and I think they're looking at him as a platoon player right now, which is kind of, you know, uh, sucks for him because this is a guy, this is a kid who would be getting a chance to start on pretty much, you know, 90% of major league teams, but the Cubs don't have the the window to wait for him to develop, right? So mm-hmm. um, I do w- would like to see them go out and get a guy who maybe could hit leadoff. I mean, that is that that's my biggest worry, and we haven't gotten to that yet. But my biggest worry is who's going to hit leadoff for the Cubs, um, and maybe you could fill that position, um, you know, at center field somehow. I, I was thinking, you know, I, I heard a, um, somebody talk about maybe Ben Zobris leading off, but I, I don't even know where Ben Zobris is going to play. I, I mean, was just gonna, I was just gonna mention yeah. that. Where does Ben Zobris fit into the 2018 Cubs? Here's how I see it. Okay, here, and I was thinking about this on my way over here because that was that's the question that I've been asking myself for a couple days now. I think he plays out. Here's what we were talking about. It kind of goes with Almora. I think he plays outfield. I think he plays right field um, on days that Jason Hayward plays center mm-hmm. when he's when um, Al Moore is um, on the bench. So I think he's going to play a lot of right field this year. I think Hayward will play a lot of center field. Of course, this is barring any other. Uh, um, this is barring any Science. additions, yeah. but like. I think. Well, where else are you going to put him, though? I mean, yeah. you're not. I mean, he's not going to play infield with. I mean, he will, but I'm I'm talking on any regular basis right. with Baez and Russell in there. I mean, unless something happens to one of those guys, I don't see him getting him all that much playing time. Do you have any? Con- I mean, like he was the World Series MVP. He had a great 2016. My question is, did the guy fall off the map? Like, is this the the beginning of the end for Ben Zobrist? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's kind of an older guy. Right. And, and sometimes those guys, especially a utility guy who plays all over the place and has seen a lot of games, has a lot of mileage on him, is this him falling off a cliff? Yeah, I think it is. But, but here's the question, because he is an older guy. I think he's 36 years old. You uh-huh. know? I mean, yeah, granted, younger than us. But, you know, um, He's baseball years. He's he he didn't look good last year, and he and he you know, but he's probably a good guy to have around, you know, because he can play all the positions. He's a good guy by all measures, right? I mean, we've never heard anything negative about Christian. him. Christian, yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay, like <laughs> whatever, you know. His wife, Lucifer saying. himself, could be on the Cubs, and if he was a good clubhouse guy and fucking won a World Series, you know, yeah, Beelzebub. whatever, you know, Beelzebub. I mean, you know, God, you know, Grandma, sorry, you know, <laughs> signing across, all that kind of shit. But like, you know, because um, I know. My grandparents are spinning in their graves right now. I said that, but uh, Chicago Catholics, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I think Zobris is. I think he's a man. Uh, I think he's the odd man out right now. But I do think he's going to see some playing time in right field. Yeah. Um, so, who who is our biggest? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, who's our biggest threat this year in the division? Is it the Cardinals or is it the Brewers? The Brewers made some additions, but the Brewers' pitching is. 
They have nobody right now. Their bullpen's bad. If they don't make an addition, and there are some accounts out there that say that they don't have the money to add mm-hmm. a guy. I've read that. Um, I've got to think the Cardinals might be the more, the scarier team because the Cardinals, you know, they played pretty well last year. They didn't have Alex Reyes. Right. Um, they have, you know, more guys coming. Who's the new they, – they have a young guy coming they brought, up too. They brought – well, they got Luke Weaver. Yeah. Um, who's a stud. They got Jack Flaherty who looks like Flaherty's a nice back end. They signed some guy from Japan, Nicholas. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are high on this guy. I don't know. I really – it's weird. As much as we follow baseball and fantasy baseball, never heard of the guy, but I guess he had a pretty good career over in Japan. Uh, um, yeah, for that reason alone, when you look at the pitching, like for them, they still got Waka, right? Mm-hmm. They still got um, Carlos Martinez. The, the, Carlos Martinez. Now you're looking to add um, Luke Weaver, Jack Flaherty, and Al uh, Anthony um, Reyes, right? Ray, and Reyes is going to start in a bullpen. They say he probably won't be back till May. But if you guys haven't seen this kid pitch. Wow, he he is yeah. literally number one um, top of the rotation, number one A stuff, right? Yeah. So, but he's coming off Tommy John, so who knows? But yeah, they're I I, I gotta say right now, um, at least the first half of the year, it's gotta be the Cardinals because the the um, Brewers are not gonna have Jimmy Nelson to start the year. Yeah. Jimmy Nelson's their only pitcher. You know, they have this kid named Josh Hader who's really intriguing to me. If you guys haven't seen him pitch. Um, they pitched him out of a bullpen. He's a big kid. He looks like kind of a delivery looks a lot like Chris Sales. Um, wipeout stuff. Good pitcher, but they haven't said he's starting in the, in the rotation. I mean, who is their rotation right now? Zach Davies. Uh, Garza? I, oh, Jesus. Is he? I don't even know if he's back. I, I don't know if Garza is still in baseball. I, I love, who else? I love to hate that guy. Davies is. Davies I mean, was okay. He was I mean, good against yeah. the Cubs, but, yeah, but not a great pitcher. Um, he's like he's like a poor man's Kyle Hendricks. Uh, I don't know. Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah, they, right. they went I back mean, to that one. Right, right. Um, no, I, I just I know you know that. so so an interesting little nugget too was on Twitter the. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. What did they? The uh, oh yeah. If you live in Illinois, you can't buy tickets to Cubs Brewers games at yeah, the park. Pretty pretty petty shit from the uh, the park that can't seem to fill their stadium even when their team is good. Um, <laughs> and you know uh, the people that care more about cheese curds and uh, lining coolers than they do you know the product on the field. Uh, but but I'll tell you what. Um, Again, I'm not as worried about the Brewers. I know they've made their lineup is awesome. Yeah, their lineup's really good. Their lineup's really good, but I mean, you know, in the American League, maybe that would matter. Um, right. But I don't think it's going to as much in the in the National League Central. Um, but but it's baseball. We don't know. Right, how to right. And that, but they're also banking on um, Travis Shaw having another career type year. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean he. I mean, right now you'd have to say that was a career year. Um, Thames coming back doing yeah. half. If he, I mean, he fell off a cliff last year. You know, he wasn't even a starter at the end of the year. Um, but they did get the they they got Brian Braun who can never stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, they tr- I, they're talking about playing him at first. Base. I heard that, which I think makes a lot of sense because um, then they can get Domingo Santana in the outfield, who looks like the odd man out right now. Who is that's a really really good odd man out. But mm-hmm. you know, their outfield looks really good with Santana or Braun, and then um, obviously Kane in center. Um, and I guess Christian Yelich will play right yeah. or, or left. I don't know how they're going to do the out, um, outfield lineup. But, you know, they, they really have a good, good team um, as far as the 
the lineup is, but I, you, you're not going to win. How, where are they going to go without yeah. a pitching staff? I mean, without or what are they or, do? or a bullpen. I mean, I, I, I mean they, Neville's pretty good in the bullpen, yeah, but 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 I, I don't think they have that that dearth of arms that the Cubs do. I think that Hater kid's going to be pretty good. I, I think you're going to watch him, but but no, I, I they just don't have any pitching. I mean, none. Like, how, how do you look at a team and say, yeah, they're going to beat the fucking Cubs, who are you know three years in a row in the playoffs, just added the number one pitcher. Clearly have the same. I say the Cubs still have a better lineup than the Brewers. So like, no, I don't think the Brewers are the biggest threat. The Cardinals are because the Cardinals are the fucking Cardinals. You yeah. know, what I mean, they had it down the year last year. They weren't as good in sixteen, but you know what? They're they're. I'm not going to say classy organization because I think they're a bunch of scumbags. But like, they um, they always get they guys. Always get guys. Yeah. They get guys to overproduce. Yeah. A guy like Tommy Pham, a guy like Paul DeJong. I mean, they're always finding these guys somehow. Always. always. So and their and their and their rotation. If it shapes up uh, again, now when you're banking on young guys in your rotation, you're really rolling dice. But Weaver, Reyes. Um, Flaherty, and then you add um, Martinez and Waka. That's a pretty good rotation. If those guys pitch to capability, that's up there with the Cubs. Right. You know? right. So, so I mean, I've been looking at the stats on SoundCloud. We're not going to talk about the Pirates or the Reds. I, we're, <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about the Pirates or the Reds. Those I mean, fucking tomato cans. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you want to see Charlie Musgrove or you know Joe, Joe Musgrove? Joe Musgrove. Yeah. Fucking you know hurling a goddamn. <laughs> The kitchen sink up there. I mean, yeah, these are going to be teams that the Cubs walk all over and beat up, um, which, again, leads me to believe they're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, you just um, – obviously, injuries are a huge thing. You right. never can predict that. But, but I mean, you look at these these two teams, and it's going to be really tough for them to do anything in baseball this year um, other than just, you know, develop their players. Right, which, in, you know um – I feel bad for the Pirates because I don't think they got the players. You know, the Reds do have some intriguing young players. But uh, um, when you look at the Cubs, like you, you were saying, with um, they, the playoff, they've been in the playoffs many years. And, and when you look at last year, I, I still believe they underachieved last year. I really do believe Absolutely. they did not play to their capability for at least half the season. Yeah. You know, and then in the playoffs, they didn't hit. So, you know, um, I think the Cubs come back this year. I think last year was a unique season. You know, there was a, there's a reason that the Giants won in 10, 12, and 14. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to come back the next year and win again. You got um, a lot going on. Obviously, the Cubs had an extra level due to what had happened with the franchise over the last 100-something years. So, yeah, I mean... I think this is the year again that we can really be excited. I don't think there's. I don't think either of us was not excited last year. Right. Obviously, who? What kind of Cub fan was not excited about after the 16 season? But like when I look at the lineup right now, and I've been thinking about this, I real. I'm pumped right now because yeah. I feel like fucking baseball season started yesterday. Yep. Right, like. Darvish signs. I think, like you said, you uh, like you started earlier. Maybe some of these other guys that the dominoes start to fall. Um, we're going to spring training in two yep. weeks. Like in two weeks, and, and anybody's down there, let us know. I mean, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, we're and, on you know, Facebook too. I, I was just going to get friendly into dudes. It. You know, I mean, we're we're just looking to have a good time. And I, I you know, I was going to get into it as well. I, you know, I've been looking at the SoundCloud stats, and apparently, San Francisco and the 
Silicon Valley is really big on the trough. I have no idea why. <laughs> How is that? What is this? Russian bots out there? I have I mean, no idea what the hell's going on. But comrade. Uh, that being said, you and I are both going to be taking a West Coast trip. Yeah. Um, so we will be out in San Francisco seeing the Cubs and the Giants, and then we're going to take we're going to drive up to San Diego to see the Cubs and the Padres. So if any of you, uh, you know, people with that with that tech money want to want to <laughs> maybe throw some our way. Yeah, you want to fund us? We have a GoFund page. Yeah, like, yeah. But GoFundMe. No, what is that? Yeah, GoFundMe. But seriously, we'll be out there um, yeah, in July. Fun. So if anybody who listens on the reg wants to, uh, you know, meet up and again have a have beer a, and a beer, yeah. you know talk baseball, we'd be lo- we, we 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 would absolutely love to. Um, yeah, well, I would like us talking baseball. Like honestly, if you if you're out there and want to like. I we are ready to talk baseball. Yeah, I mean no doubt. baseball and women. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, kidding, just joking. Not really, not really. Um, <laughs> so any any parting thoughts with the Darvish signing? I'm just pumped, man. I'm really psyched up. You know, I, f- I feel like like I just stated a minute ago. Yesterday started the fucking season. I think the Cubs are in the best shape they've been in since. Maybe ever. I like. I really love this team. The, the years that you know the guys have now, older, wiser. Swarber's coming back. I hope you know as as far as what you know he he did last year. Um, I'm just pumped, man. Yeah, I I would say too. I, one of one of the guys I'm really really excited to see is Wilson Contreras um, oh, yeah. over a full year. Uh, it seems like he's really taken a giant step forward last year. He was one of the only guys who really did. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for spring baseball. We will be there in two weeks. Um, this is Mike, and this is Jeff, and we're signing off on the trough. <laughs>